0: back yeah. yeah that's a thing it's a thing being back for yet another magnificent beautiful breathtaking episode of a fairly queer podcast where what sam what where what do you like to talk you like to do the whole thing don't you where what do i yeah you like to talk about We're how two, 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 two fairies. fairies
1: they discuss things Fairly,
0: yes, and all of that, yeah so this is I why don't we just call this random, uh, so, you know we can just call it random. well here's the thing is that
1: Jeremy oh he's already
0: here he's, he's already doing here's the thing he's th- already doing here's the thing is
1: Jeremy and I haven't- haven't posted a podcast in a while, but we also haven't even talked in a while, so I figured we'd yeah. just catch up and record it,
0: yeah, and also you know, um being that both of us have moved and I have a pretty um pretty full work schedule. Yeah. Um and I don't I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's the thing about feeling some sort of peace and some balance in my life. Huh. But sometimes that shit can feel really boring. Yeah. I mean, but I a lot of times I have something to say on Instagram live and it's often about what I learned from kindergarten.
1: Which is, so, why, um, which is why later we're going to play Are You Smarter Than a 5th Grader? And I'm going to oh ask Jeremy gosh. some English questions. But that's going to happen later. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Jeremy, why don't you tell everybody what the hell you've been up to?
0: Well, I have been working at a kindergarten. I'm a teaching assistant. I'm a teaching aide, which means I have the blessing of getting to do all the fun stuff. I hang out and play at recess. I make sure they stay socially distant as much as possible. And when they're eating their snacks and meals, and I kind of go around during handwriting and make sure the folks aren't falling behind in handwriting. And I do a lot of just modeling, because when they get bored of the teacher... You do modeling? Oh, God, Sam. You see, the thing about Sam is, the only time I see her is when she's putting some kind of makeup on and spending spending all of her unemployment money on makeup. Not true. Oh uh, well, what else do you spend it on, Sam? Um. um
1: sewing equipment.
0: Um. Okay. Yeah. Food. So. Yes. Um, sewing equipment. Does that mean alcohol? Yeah. There it is. There it is. You know, Freedom. that's what it is. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I actually bought myself something that I was jealous of the kindergartners about. I bought myself magnet tiles. Have you ever seen magnet tiles? No. They are these plastic tiles with magnets on the the sort of the sides of them. So they can connect and you can make like 3D shapes and it's not Lego, so it's not like pushing things in and it can, can it can kinda of fall apart easily, but I made a couple of things, and it's, like, feeling my whimsy. And the nice thing is I can always just sanitize them and sell them on Craigslist if I get bored with them. Because kids, you know, kids could use used toys. Yeah, so I that's not it's the only thing that you less.
1: can sanitize and put on Craigslist.
0: <laughs> wow, Sam. You know, I do with work with the kindergarten, and I work... Um, in education now, so there are points in my life where I get easily disoriented about, like my tone, and like my language, because me and and uh, my mom and her dad, and even my dad a little bit, we all kind of like to swear. Are you ever say, worried? Are you
1: ever worried uh, that you're the re- the reality of the fact that you are a deviant pagan um, is going to affect your work or people's um, perception of you in the industry you're currently in
0: no because the other kid because the other kid one of the other kindergarten teachers is also that and this yeah. is this is an independent school and it's um she's
1: very that
0: yeah yeah she there's a lot of art there's a lot of there's a lot of cool people at okay. the school I, I it's kind of a beautiful dream job of course i wish i got paid maybe a thousand dollars more but mm-hmm. Don't um, all. maybe one day but I really enjoy my job. I usually come home a little frazzled from all their energy. And so, like, I have to, like, take a minute, take my take my kindergarten hands clothes off because they still don't know how to social distance, which is the least I could say. Kindergarteners don't have much of an excuse. They're in a developmental period where they like to be um, hands-on, literally, with their friends and poke them and chase them and play tag but they aren't allowed to touch and they still do so mm-hmm. every day it's a journey getting them to remember and at this point I just try my best but no that no I think people like that there's diversity there you know there's we get emails from different grades talking about gender transitions and people are very want to be very informed mm-hmm. um, I mean I I work at a Quaker school.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: they're 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 like the Christian meditators.
1: Big fan of the routes.
0: Yeah. So like they just meditate and call it a meeting and it's really great. So we do that and kids talk about their feelings. So it really is just quite uh lovely. I feel very blessed and it allows me just enough time with just the right schedule to like Get home by four and just relax and and have a nice evening. I have, um, I Sam has cold called me when it was when I was already in bed. I do trying to uh, get myself to sleep because she, you're the real pagan witch, staying up to all hours of the night doing, yeah. Well, I actually, I I don't know what, but
1: I read an article recently, which is actually why. So I've been experimenting with Kratom because. Like full disclosure, um, I I don't I don't I don't mind saying this because I I got them legally through my doctor. But after I got in my accident, um, I was prescribed narcotic painkillers. But one thing that I noticed is that the narcotic painkillers really helped with my anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. Um, So I asked someone, I was like, hey, do you know of something that's not a narcotic that's legal that might have some similar effects? So I just discovered Kratom, which apparently like works with the like receptors in your brain the same way that um like opi- opioids do. And yes. um, I think that might help. So I got green, I got green kratom for like the morning to like, give me a little bit of a boost. And then there's red kratom for the evening, because red kratom is supposed to like mellow you out. So I'm very excited yeah. to see if that helps. Because I getting back to my point, I read an article about how a lot of people are becoming insomniacs. Because of the pandemic, because they stay up late thinking about how the world's falling apart. Um, so there you go, wow,
0: well, wow, well, Sam. But yes, we were talking about this the other night, and Kratom is a a leafy plant or tree from Southeast Asia. Uh, hey. so we do have to deal with the fact that it's kind of an exotic imperialist import. It is exotique, yeah. But so is coffee, and and so It is is, part of the coffee family. um, Yes. Coffee and coca, actually. So it is a plant medicine, and uh, it just seems to be ground up dry leaves, isn't
1: it? Yes, it is. So
0: I'm glad you're experiencing some helpful benefits from those things, because what I'm deciding is just to try to use my phone less, which has made me feel... Uh, generally better about the world because mm-hmm. there is you know, I think of it as like the dro- the stone drops and the ripples. We're like we should be creating change from where we are, what with what's around us and not um distracting ourselves. You know, like distracting ourselves yeah. with other people in other parts of the world who are um being socially or uh hygienically irresponsible. And going, you know, influencers traveling all over anyway.
1: Hygienically irresponsible, like when a bottom doesn't clean out.
0: Yeah. And when a person is going and traveling all over the place because they're an influencer and they have to make content somehow. Wow. We've come to a little bit of a content impasse, which I'm not afraid to say. But it's just like, I mean, I don't necessarily just want to talk about media because everyone that's what media wants. It just wants you to talk about it all the time. Yeah. And like I am starting to get to the point where like don't talk to me about TV, don't talk to me about well, movies. I know that everyone's got got their Netflix or their HBO Max or whatever. But please, I found I'm I'm playing with children's toys because I'm trying to do things that are off-screen that are good for my brain. Besides music, maybe I'll get some art next week. Maybe I'll get yeah. some canvases and some paintbrushes. But I thoroughly encourage people to only use the screens for a purpose and not to wander aimlessly through the yeah. technosphere. Don't wander know? aimlessly through tech.
1: But you actually did. not uh, So uh, talking about that with the podcast, it actually sort of, I think that is part of the reason why we haven't been uploading as frequently. Because yeah. it's like oh my god everyone has a fucking podcast now like your mom yeah that is everyone has a fucking podcast and it's just like we don't want to just add more noise to the room so to speak like we want to upload content when like we're inspired and we and we enjoy it and not just because like you have to have a weekly upload schedule because that's what podcasters do it's like no like fuck that like you know it should be fun and the content should be like something inspired or at least it'd be something that we enjoy doing so just like be aware of that going forward like our upload schedule might be a little bit more erratic just because like you know what that's so podcasts are so inundated now and it's just like it's not like your people are starved for podcasts so it'd be better to put out content
0: that's actually and a a perspective and of course like people listening to people who have more of a platform and more followers and all of that. let's just like be real and be local and be DIY. It's like, you know, I encourage all of our beautiful listener fam to pipe in, say what's on your hearts and what's on your mind. And um, maybe Sam can forward some of those emails from the podcast email. You can always, of course, uh, talk to me on social media. I'm a little bit more of the... Uh, uh, you might say the creative director. I uh, I will often be the person who picks the topics unless Sam has something as passionate on... Um,
1: the topics?
0: Yeah, on, on their hearts and minds. But Sam, I think we could, because I was thinking of this right as I was setting up. Um, it's going to be fun because... I do have a lot of opinions about uh, the F word and something that Fuck. you were involved. Ouch, my ears, Sam. <laughs> um, but I, I have two subjects that I think, and one is, I hope it's not hypocritical, but um, because I was talking with a friend, I I I did want to finish a series that has been a part of my world and it in drips and draps. But Man. the first part is not. It is I don't know that we've ever talked about fashion. 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 <gasps> fashion. fashion. Yeah. Oh, I don't fashion. know because you've been making you've been making things now. And I, have trying. we have we really dove into our lives in in fashion
1: fashion well here's the thing about fashion Uh, is I had a conversation with someone the other day because they are going they're taking like online classes um, at uh, the fashion institute in New York and they asked me and he always does he asked me a question and you know who you are he always asks me a question when like he just wants me to validate whatever he says but like I disagreed with him because he said like is fashion people's way of um, like making a statement and I'm like no Not always. I'm not trying to make a statement with my fashion. I just wear and make what I like and what makes me like, what I think looks nice. Um, Some people might be making statements with their fashion, but I don't think that's across the board. And some people just like wear something that's like durable and convenient. So I think it's just, like, it's yes. all over the place. But when we're talking about
0: fashion,
1: we're not just talking fashion. about clothes and fashion. Not the what same we thing. wear.
0: What we wear. I mean, no. what we wear in fashion.
1: So... so- Here's the thing yeah. with my fashion is my fashion is not what I wear because what I wear is whatever is clean. Well, and usually it isn't even clean. Whatever I what I wear is just like what I can find. Like where I can't find a shirt, I guess I'm going to wear this. Um, but my fashion is different because my fashion is what I aspire to look like, which has oh. been a big part. Which has been a big part of my drag journey because my fashion and my drag persona has been a big um way of sort of deciphering my creative journey in terms of the things that I'm trying to create with my corsetry so that's my take on my fashion
0: fashion yeah well fashion is a kind of a weird thing for me I remember when I was at West Virginia University I just dug into fashion magazines and I like created like I I just stuck all sorts of beautiful things on my wall—the Gucci, the Valentino, the Dior—like, I was so into high fashion and beauty. And oh beautiful well, you things. are a
1: high fashion. Uh, you are a high fashion model, so.
0: I am, I actually am. Um, you can see my work all over the world and all over the internet. Nah, uh, no, like, I really.
1: Apple eat your heart out. Yeah. But yeah. I actually
0: do love a beautiful wearable art uh-huh um but of course like is it's um it relates a lot to just like the oh my God, I'm gonna say the word, but you know i it's one of my trigger words because is it drag no, but thank you for asking first it is um the word aesthetic, <gasps> Aesthetic. Oh god! I the other day, and what an it. aesthetic is it not a synonym for a look? An aesthetic is a philosophy of beauty. Uh, an aesthetic. I'm gonna look it on the fucking aesthetic. dictionary just so that the children will know. And your and your children's children. The know. other
1: day, I was talking because I'd been looking for jobs, and yeah. I told Jeremy that I wanted to find a job at a bakery because I thought it was aesthetic. And it is. I think it is aesthetic, and I do want to have a job
0: that's aesthetic. So there. Uh huh. Could okay. So it's an a- it's a it's an adjective concerned with beauty or the appreciation of beauty. Mm-hmm. Uh giving or designed to give pleasure few- through beauty of pleasing appearance.
1: Honey, I will give and you. And then there's I a then there's beauty. a noun,
0: a set of principles underlying and guiding the work of a particular artist or artistic...
1: Yes, that is their aesthetic.
0: Yes, so anesthetic is something that is kind of philosophical.
1: Anesthetic. Oh
0: my god, no. No, Sam. And I. we're going to go to the etymology of aesthetic. Greek, aestheticos, from aestheta perceptible things to perceive a perception concerned with beauty coined in uh in German in the 18th century and adopted into English by the early 19th century and it, the word was controversial until later in the 19th century so I think of aesthetics as a, as a philosophy of beauty yes and so because I am a person who's kind of obsessed with various kinds of beauty, I'm obsessed with androgyny. I'm obsessed with contrast. I'm obsessed with um, colors and patterns. And for being a very musical person, I I find myself uh, loving the sumptuous world of like textiles. Like I'm we- I wear my purple velvet long sleeve shirt a lot these uh-huh. days in the winter because it is. Very mean. It's I very love aesthetic. That's, it's sensual. It's touchy-feely. It's a beautiful shade of purple. Um, it's, but it's also warm. I like the way that when you wear velvet, it, you know, and then I like push up my sleeves. It's like my pasty white ass with the with the dark purple, and it does something for me. And then I do weird things. Like like paint my nails red, and then the red and the purple have a very interesting sort of sort of relationship to each other and I think of colors like harmony and I think of 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 patterns like melodies and like maybe I'm what maybe have kinesthesia
1: synesthesia
0: yeah I might I might I maybe I'll look at that up on the dictionary in the dictionary but um this is the episode syn- where Jeremy looks things up on the dictionary in the
1: yes. dictionary uh, I know it's synesthesia because I have synesthesia actually which is such a, like a thing to say like and oh, I have synesthesia. Yeah, and I'm a Pisces. Oh um, my god! But I do actually, because um, I see a lot of things like in like density, like especially like when I I remember when I went to my, used to go to my therapist, I would talk about like the feeling of being on Boost Bar, which was like an antidepressant, or no, it was an anti anxiety. Was like it was like closing in density. I couldn't see as far, so like I see like direction left and right and like density, and I see a lot of um colors and flavor Mm -hmm. um and texture and flavor texture and flavor very but usually when people talk about synesthesia the most common is seeing music um in visual being able to visualize music or
0: yeah um, yeah i consider music to be a sort of like uh uh, a, a, like a spherical, geometrical, platonic solid kind of world. It is both a sensory world and it's an emotional world. But mm-hmm. I think of music and I think of a lot of my uh, my reality very geometrically. So most of the things I like are very geometric or they're very draped. And there's a sense of like flow and beauty in the flow of things. And, you know, so there's- Shout I, out to flow shut up, Lo. Um and so I love fashion, but I also did not want to make a big fuss a big fuss about it because like only in the past year have I had past couple of years have I had custom things made and it's for shows because uh, I I think there's are more a important things. custom bitch you are But I also think everything custom is clothing custom is too Girl, no, I'm not actually, but I do have a variety of things that 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 provide me with a variety of purposes. I am sensitive to like wearing the color I feel, so maybe I I use clothing for for self expression, but one thing you won't see me wearing is anyone's label. I think it's tacky, mm. like. I just no. why I would am I consider gonna edit if it
1: was if it was a brand I really liked,
0: like well, what's I, a brand anyone really
1: a brand that has like history that I really appreciate, like Dior, like I would wear something with Dior labeling on it because I love the history of Christian Dior and I would like to rep him, so to speak. I wouldn't do Gucci rep oh because my even God, though these
0: millennial word Sam
1: like. Cool, like he's like I. I do actually like what Alessandro is doing with Gucci right now. I don't really like emblazoning with Gucci because I think it's very like passe at this point. Um, but yeah, like I, I would, you know, I'd do Chanel. I would do Dior. I well, I wouldn't do Yaga. I might do Givenchy because I love Audrey Hepburn. You know. Well But I can't afford any of those things, so it doesn't matter.
0: And neither could I really ever. So. It becomes some kind of fantasy world, and of course, in the world of the visual, they're giving you fantasy. Maybe one day, they just you know the well, donkey got the carrot wiggling in front of it. Oh, a fantasy! One day, I'll be rich enough to look like a rich person, and so. everyone, everyone will bow down to me, and. That's the dark side of of like the fashion world that mm-hmm. I just don't care for anymore. I think wearing as wearable art and self-expression is wonderful, but if it like oh these these like you know, uh uh these discount uh shopping plaza outlet mall blah 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 blah, blah thing, that phase that I went through in my early to mid 20s. Done. I want to give my friends money who are talented and make one item. And if someone thinks it's stunning, then I tell them to have my friend to talk to my friend and have it made. Wow. You know, that's that's community fashion. That's community that's as clothing, artistry and personship. Yeah. So and that's I can my thing you, about fashion, because you're uh-huh. making corsets right now and you're yeah, choosing uh-huh. fabric. And you're experimenting and you're going into the history I am. and it's thing. so
1: hard and that's what i was about to say too is that like dude props to you, mama for like being able to make shit because like i think that learning how to sew like i've always sort of kind of known how to sew but yeah. like never to the level i i would need to do what i'm doing now like corsets are hard they're hard to make it requires very exact measurements and um it's taught me so much about construction and, like, you know, people that can do like making clothing and can uh, do alterations and stuff like that is some of the hardest fucking shit to do. It really is. So, like, right now, like, for me, like, I'm a total amateur. Like, I recognize that, but I am excited about keeping with it and hopefully getting good at this because I just think there's so much value in these skills of knowing how to sew and construct a garment. Um, and also, if you want to go on Drag Race, it's really important too. So there you go.
0: So Sam, you want to be on Drag Race,
1: huh? No, no, thank you.
0: Okay. You know, I was thinking about this recently page.
1: too, and I really like—I <laughs> really like just—I like making stuff, and I like looking a certain like. I, we talked about uh, Fairy Witch Camp recently, which yeah. is not happening this year. Um, But eventually I'm sure it'll happen And we'll all go camping And I don't like want to do psychedelics or anything anymore I just like want to look fabulous I just want to look fabulous I just want to have people like look at me And be like wow And it has a lot to do with like My appreciation to Yes uh, my ass No my appreciation (laughs) for like making something Because really even though it's a cliche I value and appreciate the things that i make so much more than the things that i buy mm-hmm. and i'm excited about the journey of getting good enough that the things in my head i can actually make because usually like the things in my head are a little bit too difficult to for me to really make the exact them exactly in real life so like that's really the journey is like you know just pounding away and learning and just getting good at fashion so there yeah. you go
0: Yeah, fashion. So that's why I wanted to talk about fashion, fashion, fashion. Because I do have great appreciation for it. But I like to start with my own imagination, and I think start anyone saying that there is nothing original is full of shit. Because it's my imagination and my world. And and while things have been around a long time. The scenario and 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 what I'm interested in can be unique, so I just want to allow people to feel empowered by like, start from your imagination, fuck fuck the media, you know, start start with a beautiful, a beautiful vision or or a beautiful other world or another galaxy, and and you know also consider how much uh. If, Cheap fashion is, is really unethical. It is. And that's why I'm going back to, if we're going to recreate uh, fashion economies, I think it needs to be highly localized. And I think it's a matter of funding what you want to see in the world. Even if it's expensive, well-made clothes, like our great-grandparents, oh, no. many of them used to know, were things that could last a while, could be could be kind of modular and change and yeah. not be too subject to the whims of uh trends which is just capitalism do you Where know what my love do you Where know what my dream is
1: for my yeah. wardrobe this is my dream for my wardrobe
0: <gasps> wardrobe dreams
1: okay i want like first like as you know i'm making like i'm making undergarments now and like shapewear which i love because like i'm i just like want to be fucking naked but like with like nice things on and then i want everything else to fit into like a fucking sandwich bag like flowy thin jersey knits like next to nothing and that's the that's the dream it's just like to wear nothing or wear next to nothing like wear almost nothing but enough that you don't get arrested
0: well, Sam, I hope you move to a nice warm climate for your pasty ass because a lifestyle of next to nothing is uh Just re- just requires... sunscreen and
1: two drops of Chanel number five.
0: Oh my god. Oh my god. Now see my my wardrobe dream is just to have these modular things and the right fabrics and the right you know, like I really love a, like a really long cardigan or like like uh, like a knit knitted waistcoats and interesting kind of fit together pieces but they're quirky and they very much uh reflect my at the end of the day i love cool tones i love uh beautiful patterns i like paisley i like rich fabrics but i they don't need to look like i'm a fancy person you know, I'm just, I'm looking for modular wear that's just um, uh, uh, rich and, and, and expresses my moods and my, uh, my love of color and my love of flowing things and my love of geometry. But this is the thing
1: too, it's just like fashion. You know, it's like, you can have all those things. It's just about taking, thing, taking good materials Mm -hmm. and reworking them. Like right now, it's like, actually, this is the hardest journey in in terms of what I'm doing right now, is that I've been working with a lot of silk and silk, oh my fucking god. Silk frays like nobody's business, I swear. Like if I had known how much this fabric was gonna fray, like my works table is just covered in fallen apart silk um, because it just frays like crazy. So I'm learning how to like work with these fabrics, but like that's the great thing is like, you know, just knowing like what should be used for what like you know, I could be using a like a spot brooch spot brooch and that would be like much sturdier. or I could have taken the silk the silk and I could fused it, I could have fused it to um, like a sturdier cotton um, with um, fusion netting and then it would just been one piece of sturdy fabric. It's just like, it's just about knowing how to manipulate things. And you can go to any thrift store and just like find some stuff and manipulate right. it. Right.
0: That's a great you know? idea. And stuff here's that's another thing so, is
1: Genius. there cannot be enough said about a good set of clothes that are well tailored. Mm-hmm. Tailoring is important. And I feel like people should spend more money on tailoring and less money on just like lots
0: and lots of garments. So that... mm, yeah, I like that, Sam. I like, yeah. There's there is something to that. I mean, I am someone who definitely likes a mixture of like, kind of like the long cardigans and 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 waist waist cody kind of things, um, with some fitted things, and I like to mix my draped and my and my uh, fitted, and I think when something fits well, it just shows a a person's body no matter what size or no matter what shape when you Mm -hmm. find when you get your stuff fitted right it's lovely
1: yeah and that's why i mean like for me right now that's why i'm like really excited about shapewear Mm.
0: because excuse me because
1: um I like I remember I went to I was on a photo shoot recently I was helping my friend who's a photographer and I was standing in because he was gonna he was doing location scouting for some modeling shoots so I was the model for the location scout and um he like we did a lot of nude but then we also did clothed and I, I didn't have anything like to wear that was nice um and I was so much more comfortable just doing the nude shots and I think like what that really said to me, like in hindsight, is like, I would just rather have a fucking banging body. And you don't have to have a banging body to have a banging body because you can use shapewear and make your body whatever you want. And that's the fun thing. Yeah. Put some corsets on, put some pads in the right area, get some nice situations going, and you can do whatever you want. That is what I like about like 1800s fashion. Is that even though some of it was quite restricting, it was about the silhouette. And now it's about just being thin with a fat ass, um, which is not always possible, unless you get yeah. liposuction. Um, so, But if you're just like look, looking for an hourglass shape, it doesn't matter how thick or thin you are. It's just about putting the right things in the right places with shapewear
0: yeah. and
1: underpinnings. Yeah. Hunty. All right. Yeah, oh my right. gosh sam
0: well i wanted to talk briefly about the last thing which i Honey, hope um you better uh, talk briefly
1: about the last thing.
0: will be exciting for some of the folks who listen to our podcast which is that after a number of years of going on and off steven universe <gasps> i have finished all five seasons
1: wow good job
0: And it uh, it's always been kind of a mystery because I think I started out on this weird orange website that would just let me play it. But they only had like two or three seasons. And then I was reading as like different streaming things, uh, organized the seasons differently. But I finally went Mm -hmm. down that path. I got HBO Max just so I could get the fifth season, Mm -hmm. the final season, and perhaps watch the film.
1: James was on that show
0: perhaps they were and I think like if there's something beautiful happening on screens and like Steven Universe really does it for me it's beautifully written it has all the witchy things it has all the social emotional things that I care about in community and with everything from kids to adolescents and adults and it was a really beautiful series to take part in and I would wear Mm. the merch
1: you uh, are falling behind on B stars, by the way. They're already up uh, episode five of season two.
0: Is there an um, is there an English? Uh, uh, it's subtitled.
1: Dub? It's subtitled.
0: Got it. I will probably wait until the English uh, subbing comes out. That's
1: that's fair. I'm excited for the English sub or dub.
0: Oh, wow. Yes. Well, subs
1: and dubs. while we have some time left, I think it's time for me to do what I said I was going to do before, which uh-huh. we're going to see if Jeremy is, in fact, smarter than a fifth grader. So, Jeremy, <sighs> yeah. I assume that you're probably going to want English, but yeah. would you prefer history or what category are you interested in? There's English literature, there's history, there's science, there's geography.
0: Well, I should... I mean, There's should maya. I do one that I'm good at or, the, or should I, should I? I
1: think you should do one that you're good at.
0: Uh, oh, well, maybe this will be a nice prelude to a solo dip into the book I'm reading on history. Let's do history. Okay, we're going to do
1: history. Okay, history. So first, the first Thanksgiving was celebrated by Native Americans and what other group of people?
0: Uh, these are Puritan pilgrims from mostly the South of England.
1: From which country did Mexico gain its independence in the 19th century?
0: Uh, Spain.
1: Yes. Who invented the light bulb in
0: 1879?
1: Uh, Thomas Edison. Yes. Which language is most widely spoken in South
0: America? Uh, (gasps) Español.
1: Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin were the first two men in the entire world to do what?
0: Land on the moon.
1: Oh, congratulations! That was the those are the first grade questions. Okay. What?
0: Yeah, those
1: are the first grade. First grade. Now we're going to go to second
0: grade. Wow. Okay.
1: What are the three branches of the United States government?
0: Uh, the judicial branch, the uh, legislative branch, and the executive branch.
1: Italy, Japan, and Germany's alliance was called what during World War
0: II? <laughs> was it the axis of evil?
1: It was. Which uh-huh. city in the world was the first to be attacked by an atomic bomb?
0: I believe it was Hiroshima.
1: It was. Okay, third grade questions. Um, um what I don't object... believe
0: this. This feels more like middle school or high what school. Why are third graders talking about Hiroshima? Q.
1: Do people write with during the Middle Ages? A quill. Yeah. Um, name the American president on the half-dollar coin who was assassinated in 1963.
0: John Fitzgerald Kennedy.
1: That's him. This is the fourth grade questions. What ancient civilization built the Manchu Picchu complex? Uh, the Inca. Ah, uh, you're right. Um, from what did the United States buy territory from in the Louisiana Purchase? 1803,
0: Thomas Jefferson from France. France? No. No, not Thomas Jefferson.
1: Who did they buy it from? Who, who in France did they buy it from?
0: Oh my gosh. Uh, Napoleon Bonaparte.
1: Napoleon.
0: It was uh, due who, Jefferson and who Napoleon. Wrote... Yeah. I think you're going to get this
1: one wrong. Who wrote the National Anthem in the United States of America?
0: Uh, I believe, wait, wait, wait. Uh, the National Anthem, the guy who wrote it has um, three names. Oh, hmm. uh, yes. Francis Scott Key. Yeah,
1: good job. Okay, on to the fifth That's grade music
0: question. history. What? was the name of
1: the last Queen of
0: Thralls? The last queen of France, uh, probably Marie Antoinette.
1: She is the one. Uh, I am the queen of France. Um, oh
0: my gosh! Uh, uh,
1: what region known as What region known as the Fertile Crescent is located in present day?
0: The Fertile Crescent is, is what is part of what present day country? Uh, where
1: is the Fertile Crescent today?
0: A modern-day Iraq.
1: Yes, the Middle East. The Middle East would have done, but that is more specific. Okay. Mo- the modern-day city of Istanbul was known by what name in the 13th century?
0: Constantinople. Wow,
1: you're so smart. French. The French and Indian War, which began in 1754, became the North American theater of this worldwide, worldwide war, That lasted from 1756
0: to 1763. The
1: Seven Years' War. God damn it, you're good. You got them all. I'm reading about
0: it. I'm literally reading a book about that period of history. In which
1: decade did Hong Kong revert from British rule?
0: Oh, this one could get me. I think it's the 20th century. Which would be what date? Which would be from 1900 up to 2000.
1: Can you be a more specific? Uh, Sam, I would say de- century. A de- I need a decade. It's said decade. In a decade. In decade. Oh
0: shit. Oh man. I like, I don't know. I don't I can't say exactly, so this is where I'm gonna have to guess. But I think Ooh Ooh, nineteen forties.
1: You're way off.
0: Do you wanna get it earlier?
1: Time? I'm not gonna say.
0: The uh, uh, the 19 aughts
1: 1990 it was in 1990
0: went so late i knew it was the 20th century take but i gave at... i gave hong kong a chance that it was during or after world war ii you
1: take a crack at some of these english ones
0: yeah, you know, but I only got one wrong, right? You only got
1: one wrong. Do you want to take crackers on the English questions? Yeah,
0: let's do some of the English okay. questions and then we'll pl- let these four poor folks be
1: <laughs> What is the plural of
0: moose? Um I think it's moose.
1: Yeah. How many letters are in the English alphabet?
0: Twenty
1: six. In in the story about the boy who cried wolf, what's the lesson?
0: Um not to lie yeah
1: or to always tell the truth yeah um okay we're gonna go on to uh, uh, what type of word should always be capitalized
0: um a proper noun
1: yeah look at you you're so smart um is red an adjective or a noun both yes What is the term for a word that has the opposite meaning of another word? Antonym. What are the five interrogative question words?
0: Uh, Yes, the interrogative questions are who, what, when, where, why.
1: What are the comparative and superlative forms of the word big?
0: Big, bigger, and biggest.
1: Yes. I only needed two of those, but yes. Okay, these are the third grade ones. Um, it, what is the name of the book about a friendship between a spider and a pig named Wilbur?
0: Charlotte's
1: Web. Oh, mm, my goodness. Adding conjunctions such as and or but turns a simple sentence into what type of sentence? A compound
0: sentence. Yeah.
1: Who is the author of James and the Giant Peach? Roald Dahl. Good job. Um, fourth grade questions now. Um, what is the main character in a story
0: called? The protagonist.
1: What type of word is truthfully?
0: Uh, an adverb.
1: Wow. In the in this title, the lion, comma, the witch, comma, and the wardrobe, comma. What is the last comma called?
0: Oh my gosh. Oh
1: shit! He doesn't know this one. Uh,
0: uh I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's called the antecedent. Osh- the Oxford comma.
0: Oh, but but here's the deal: is there a comma after wardrobe? Yes, that is the comma called an Oxford comma. That's so weird. I thought an Oxford comma would, would be the lion comma, no. the witch and the wardrobe. no, just the last one. there shouldn't be a comma after wardrobe that's yes, the end of the that's the Oxford comma Sam, are you sure it's not your dyslexia?
1: No, that's the question. It's what is the last comma called?
0: well, if it was comma and the wardrobe that one would be the It is
1: the lion comma the witch comma and the wardrobe comma
0: that's so weird well okay continuing
1: on okay a story conveying a moral lesson is called what
0: um an allegory no a fable yes there it is
1: what do you call a group of crows a murder for extra po- points, what do you call a group of ravens? <gasps> this is one of my favorite things
0: um, It's just like so cool It's not a murder, huh It's
1: an unkindness of ravens. <gasps>
0: Why are they so mean to black birds? I love blackbirds. Oh, black I gotta birds. be black. <laughs> okay, these are the fifth grade
1: questions, then we're done. Who is the creator of the classic book character Tom Sawyer Sawyer, and Huckleberry Finn? Uh, Mark Twain. He is. The words the, an, and a are known as what in English grammar?
0: Uh, articles. Yeah.
1: Who is the author of the 1960s novel about social and racial inequality to Kill a Mockingbird?
0: Oh, man. What is his name? Mm. I don't remember. Some kind of southern guy.
1: Uh, That is not correct. It is Harper Lee.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Often seen at the end of sentence, the three trailing dots that indicate the omission from speech or writing of a word or words that is superfluous or able to be understood from a contextual clues are known as what?
0: Ellipses.
1: Yeah, this is the last question. What is the name of the most famous English playwright?
0: Uh, William Shakespeare.
1: Good job, Jeremy, you are so smart
0: yeah even though those feel more like middle school questions i'm glad that maybe uh elementary schools are getting to those places that's great sam you well, are everyone now that i are now allowed to I've teach been, children because yeah, you know see that. full circle moment i can't teach children you can. and hopefully um you could teach sam a lesson by haranguing him about making me ask these questions no. But thanks, Sam, for a wonderful time. I like stuff like this. Okay. I'm going to trust you with games. 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 We'll have more fun and games here games. together on the next.
1: It's also a full circle moment because remember our first episode that we never uploaded and we scrapped? I asked you um, some like weird, like, uh, yeah. it wasn't trivia. It was like, what kind of fruit are you?
0: Yeah. So I <laughs> guess. What kind for- of fruit are you? What kind of fruit am I? I mean, if I were just to z- z- dive into the world. You're a zucchini. Of... No, not a zucchini. I'm talking You're about. A we're talking about fruits on trees. We aren't talking about those. We aren't talking about nightshades. If I. I, I... What would I be? Probably like a peach or a nectarine. Oh. I think I'm pretty juicy. I'm pretty sweet. And sometimes I'm warm and fuzzy too. Wow. Summer fruit. All right, everyone, you can find me at handsome Jeremy seven, seven, seven at the Instagram. And at the Twitter is Orphic Apollo seven, seven, seven. And I have my website at J E R E M Y Jeremy M I K U S H. Dot com. Jeremy Dot com. where if you want to work with me for its- Tarot, sound healing, music things, or um, workshops that I put on Zoom until the plague ends. Go to my website. Zoom, where can people find you?
1: People can find me all sorts of places. They can find me at Nuke Moth at Instagram. They can find me at Ramshine Leather. No, I, I switched it actually. It's now, it's no longer la- Ramshine Leather. It's now Ramshine Designs at Instagram. They can find me. Ooh, those are cool. Sorry, I'm looking at something on Instagram. Um, yeah, find me those places. Also, why is Flash updating? Okay, I don't know. Anyway, this was fun. I hope fun. everyone had a good time.
0: Thank you, everyone, uh, for being it. here and for your undying support, you lovely vampire unicorns. All right, till next time, this is a okay. Really queer podcast. We are Jeremy. And Sam. And we'll see you next time. We'll hear from you next time. We'll send to you next time. Bye!